You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get them. And you can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets, at Walker Mail, at Not of the Scribe, and at David B. Walker, who joins us today. No, Nada, it's just going to be David. And the reason that we do that is because I felt so bad I did it again. It's the second time, and I, I hate myself for it, but it's the second time that it's happened where I use up Nada's time, we record the podcast, and because of computer problems and or Walker problems, the episode, it dissipates into non-existence and I can't find it anywhere because it's just completely gone. And Adobe, I can't even blame it on Adobe Audition because it's a pretty forgiving software. It allows you multiple times to save the audio. And then even if you don't save it in some instances, when you try to reopen it, it'll ask, do you want to continue the file that you exited out of like it's it is so forgiving and yet still i denied all of the opportunities for it to save me got rid of the audio so not uh, not an eye what we did was recorded a whole episode just for the sake of us listening to it we had two listeners to yesterday's episode and it was me and nada hopefully that doesn't happen today i gave him the day off i felt bad so now i'm putting david to work and david i hope you can hear yourself talk after all of this how are you doing Hey, it's shots on goal. You guys, you know, you get the reps in. Uh, if it goes out into the ether, so be it, man. But hey, I'm here. Uh, and if, if you're the only person that hears me, then, then I'm, I'm okay with that. But let's make this happen. Oh, my God. You know, it, look, I, I like talking to you about it all. I think most people <laughs> like hearing us talk about it in general. But I just hope that I can give this product to the people. And I apologize. Going to try to make up like a couple of sponsors, but Michelob Ultra, I mean, they're all over our podcast these days. And so, you know, we'll, we'll make it up to Michelob Ultra. We'll try to appease to the sponsors, but David, we're not short on content whatsoever. So we, we actually talked about it yesterday. We're doing a home and home here. I hopped on the, this is not a serious Hornets pod. I hopped on with you and Doug. That was a lot of fun. Doug had some Great breaking news. I'm not going to tell you what news. it is right now. Huge news. Go check it out. This is not a serious Hornets pod. I retweeted it. David tweeted it out. Doug tweeted it out. It's an awesome pod where we talk about a bunch of other fun stuff, as you would imagine, with David and Doug. But we also get into some Hornets things, talk about Hornets philosophy going forward. Either way, go check it out. But uh, we did talk about LaMelo winning Rookie of the Year. So you can go check out our takes on that. But also, he was since named to the all-rookie team, which was understood, was always going to happen. He was unanimous selection. So just updating everyone on that. But just an hour ago, as of when we're recording right now, an hour ago, Adrian Wojnarowski, he dropped another NBA bomb on us. And it's the fact that Kimba Walker was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So here's the trade. The Boston Celtics are trading Kimba and their 2021 first round pick to the Thunder for a package that includes Al Horford. Horford's going back to Boston. So along with Walker and the number 16 overall pick in 2021, the Celtics are also sending a 2025 second round pick to the Thunder in exchange for Horford, Moses Brown, 
and a 2023 second rounder. If you don't know who Moses Brown is, he's the UCLA player that his point guard is lifting his head up and then eventually comes into the NBA. That's that famous GIF that's out there on Twitter. Either way, that's the trade. David, it's the takeaway here is that Kimba's value has diminished so, so much over the last couple of seasons. And it's sad to see. And I was talking about it earlier today for this segment I did for the station. And I think it's sad. It's unfortunate because we all wished Kimba the best, hopefully that he could continue his career in a a positive trajectory. And he had a good year for Boston last year. You know, I mean, he shot 38% from three. He was averaging 20 a game, got to the Eastern conference finals. Good year, but the knee continues to ail him. He's a smaller guy where he relies on burst and that's only going to go away as he gets older and older. He's 30 years old now. And the Celtics had to attach a borderline lottery just outside the lottery first round pick to get rid of his contract in exchange for another bad contract. It's, it's sad to see David that Kimba's value has diminished as much as it has. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I think if you think about the Hornets fans and all that went down with him leaving town, I mean, there was anger, there was sadness, you know, there was uh, nostalgia. So, I mean, like, this is a very weird situation. And plus, look, like, this is basically his coach. (laughs) Like, Brad Stevens coached him the last few years, moved in the front office, and the first move he makes is to send him out. So, I mean, that's got to hurt a little bit if you're Kimba. And you're right. Um, you know, it just, it, it never fit up there in Boston. It, it didn't work out. He wasn't, I don't think the player consistently that they had hoped that he would be and that he would, and that he was for so long in Charlotte. Uh, but there's so many angles to this Walker. So like, I think from the Charlotte perspective, obviously uh, you're, you're sad for Kimba because he wanted to go somewhere and win. Everybody wanted that for him, even though they didn't want him to leave Charlotte. And now he's going to OKC. and. I mean, I, that doesn't feel like the final landing spot for him because now he's in the hands of Sam Presti, who just continues to trade for bad contracts or players that they don't really want just to acquire more picks. So he's done that a couple of times in a row. Um, and, and we'll see what the, what happens with Kemba there uh, in OKC. Uh, I've seen speculation that a Kemba for Porzingis swap is inevitable. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what the next shoe to drop is. But, uh, you know, it just didn't work out there in Boston for Kemba Walker. And uh, from a Charlotte perspective, though, uh, the other thing that people are looking at is, hey, this is validation, right, for Mitch Kupchak that that wasn't the move to be made. You know, they made out with uh, they made out getting Terry Rozier here and he's had a career year, career you know, resurgence here. And I think a lot of people are saying, well, Mitch, good call there. So just a lot of things to examine here. And you know what? I like Moses Brown. <laughs> like, I think Moses Brown would be a great addition here. Uh, so it's just so many moving pieces right now. And this is, uh, you know, I guess NBA news is just never going to stop. Well, we can talk about the decision to move on in the next segment. So we don't mm-hmm. go too over on the first segment, but you're right. Mitch Kupchak and the Charlotte Hornets decided to make that move. And a lot of people were angry and we could talk about the polarization of that move here in just a moment, but you bring up the Boston situation where it is 
Brad Stevens, his first move upon being the decision maker personnel wise, decides to send Kimball Walker to the OKC Thunder, attaching a first round pick to it. That's how badly they wanted to get off that deal. Now, flexibility cap wise, it allows them to do some things, possibly re-sign an Evan Fournier or, you know, whatever. Right. I mean, we'll see what they decide to do going forward with that roster. But reports were that Kimba Walker had caught wind of Danny Ainge and the Celtics. And maybe Stevens had some influence in this. I, yeah. I didn't, I don't, I didn't hear anything about that specifically, but Kimba Walker had caught wind that the Celtics were trying to trade him, or at least had thought about trading him. Kimba didn't like it. He decided that, you know, Hey, you can't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. And so now he wasn't happy with his role. He wanted to move on to a different organization. And so that's happened. I I don't know what Brad Stevens role in all of this was as far as how badly he wanted to move on. Maybe it was just, Hey, you know what? No hard feelings just didn't work out. Let's just figure out something different. Maybe there was some real angst between the two parties. I, I don't know necessarily the level of the anger between the two, but you're right. It's his head coach for the last couple of years, immediately trading him upon three weeks, not even three weeks in the role of head decision maker personnel wise. And, you know, Kemba's now with Oklahoma city thunder playing alongside Shea Gilgis Alexander and a thunder team that's trying to build upon a ton of assets. And we'll see how all of that comes to fruition for Sam Presti, but it's not necessarily a team that's looking to win right now. And you're right. It doesn't feel like the final landing spot for Kemba you bring up Dallas as an interesting team and totally justified because we know the Mavericks have been linked to Kimba at times trying to trade for him, right? Like Luca mm-hmm. and the Kimba backcourt is something we've heard about before. So that would be interesting and be a good call on your part if that came to fruition. Oh yeah. I stole that from Twitter for sure. So whoever put that out there <laughs> nope. initially. That's all you, that, that's you. That, that's the David Walker OG. <laughs> I mean, for the Kimba side though, man, I just hope he can, kind of get right. You know, like the knee has given him such issues. It was always an issue up there in Boston. Um, I still would like to see him, you know, in a spot where he could win. Uh, it's not going to be OKC, I think, unless Presti is an actual wizard. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of just rooting for him, hoping that maybe, hoping this isn't like the beginning of, you know, the end, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, you see the flashes yeah. and you see the spark and, um, I don't know. It's tough to figure out the best landing spot for, for Kemba right now. I mean, playing alongside Luca could be worse than that, but again, that's, that's a, at least a step or two down the road, but you just hope, you know, he can find a spot where he's happy and he can, he can play like he, you know, he wants to. Yeah. And this comes a day, by the way, that we've had <clears throat> quite the shuffle with the Dallas Mavericks organization. Rick Carlisle oh. is now uh, uh, no longer with the organization. He decided to leave right after they decided to part ways too with Donnie Nelson. Could he go to Boston? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? uh, you know, like, you really could see that. Yeah. Um, we'll be interesting to see. All right, let's take a quick break, but not before we talk about rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. So why would you choose to spend up to 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need RockAuto.com. We'll discuss the Charlotte Hornets angle on this back in 2019, when they decided to not offer 
the literal sense of the word supermax to Kemba and his decision to go to Boston. That's coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I do not like the MB2 nickname. That Lame- Oh, it's bad. LaMelo, come yeah. on, man. I mean, look, I, I love everything else about you, but the MB times two. How in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I, yeah. that's, that's bad. We can't allow him to create. And that's, the, that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do no, that. Exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor that are often my favorite every single time? Just finished my grasshopper cookie box that they sent me because it was so good. So make sure you guys try that and all the limited time flavors that are out there. But you can go back to the staples if you want to. Mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. It's all great. Plus it's high in fiber. It's high in protein, it's low in sugar, and it's low in calories. And best of all, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So David, I was going back, I was again doing this thing for the station, just kind of looking at how that entire process went about with Kimbo, right? So I didn't think he was going to make all NBA when he did. I thought he was going to be on the outside looking in and we had continued to talk about uh, leading up to that point, right? Until he was named an all NBA member, you know, we were discussing the hypothetical scenario of what would happen. And then bam, he makes third team all NBA. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I was surprised bam. that he, that he was a part of one of those teams. And so when he made all NBA, he was eligible for the super max in 2019. Now, again, in the true sense of that title, a super max offer, like literally the most you could do if you're the Hornets, would have been five years and exactly $221 million offered to Kimba. But what the Hornets did reportedly, and this came in from multiple sources, multiple outlets, right? Uh, in anywhere in between the window of about 160 and 170 million was offered over the course of five years. And that was 50 million less essentially than what was available. Kimba was offered 140 million over four years. That was the max that the Celtics had to offer to Kimba. And they had been in talks. It was kind of like the recruiting part about this, right? High schoolers, they want to feel wanted. Kimba felt wanted by a team that was uh, successful in the playoffs, going to conference finals. And they offered him the max in order for him to be a part of that journey. And so he was willing to leave 20 million on the table at that point to go play for a winner, as well as somebody that actually wanted him. And the Hornets were kind of like, yeah, you know, this is what we're going to do. We kind of want to move on anyway, right? Like it was a, yeah, you know, we're ready to move on. We're going to try to do you a solid. It is 20 more million than than what you'd make anywhere else, but we're not going to go any higher than that. And eventually, you know, Kimba decides to move on. But I mean, David, that that's the right decision. And, and I hated it then. I, I you yeah. know, it, it seemed like it then to me, it seemed like there was a split where there were plenty of people that wanted to keep Kimba, try to rebuild or just build somewhere else, trading first round picks for another star to play alongside a Kimba. And there was, you know, about, I would say 50, 50 kind of right. That wanted to move on, even though they respected his time here, but yeah, this is, you know, this was a, I I think this was the move that paved the way for everything else that has happened to the Hornets. And if you think about it, if they offer Kimba, even, you know, let's say 190 million, right. Just Mm -hmm. 30 million less than the super max that was available. 
you are not in the situation you're in currently and you set this franchise back even more so. And look, I don't want this to be a parade on what seems to be a somewhat downfall for Kimba. That's not at all what I want to do, but we have to call it what it is. And it was the right decision to move on. Yeah, they just weren't going to hamstring themselves again, right, with those bad deals. And Mitch was not going to do that. That was absolutely the right move. Uh, Whatever led up to that, you know, you could even go further back than that, right, and say, well, they should have traded him the year before. They should have acted on something and tried to get something done before it got to the point of no return. But they did. Um, And they got to that point, and the decision was made to basically – you know, uh, do him the courtesy of offering him a deal. But to your point, like there wasn't a deal that he was going to sign. They'd likely do that. Um, but at the same time, he had been, you know, so valuable to this franchise that they, they offered him that and basically made the decision to move on. And like you said, it was, it was obviously the correct move. I mean, watching these two teams play with Terry Rozier here, uh, you started to see that, uh, you know, pretty soon. I mean, Terry played a lot. <laughs> like, how big was he for the, especially this year? You know, I mean, he was carried that team for stretches in this season. And you're exactly right. Like, if Kemba stayed here, we would not have had the season we had last year. We saw last year, the excitement would not have been there. So, uh, it was clearly the right thing to do. And it is a weird feeling. You think about all the stuff that went around that I had forgotten he had made <laughs> that all NBA team, which, you know, kind of caused all this hubbub and, and, and put him in that corner. So, uh, you know, that was the beginning of the rebuild and how they were going to approach it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of with this offseason coming up. We talked about it a little bit on um, on our pod yesterday that they're going to have to make some moves. But when did they, you know, take that big leap again? Um, because that's been the mode that they've been operating by so far as not to hurt themselves financially, get themselves in in really bad deals. But yeah, I mean, this is that was just kind of the beginning of of the of the end for the Hornets and Kemba here, and now to see him move on, it's it's weird to watch it from afar because he played it for so long. You know, Walker, there's such a, an affinity for him here, but but you know, yeah, Mitch Kupchak and the and the team up there definitely made the the right move and and you know started them in a new direction. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm trying to think about it. You look at where the Hornets have finished really the last couple of seasons, and what's funny is the first year Same. without, <laughs> yeah, you know, the the when Kemba nothing leaves, changes. It, nothing changed as far as the standings go. I think they were one spot behind where they had finished with Kemba on the roster, and then again the next year, right? Devontae Graham shows out in a way nobody saw coming. Uh, PJ Washington mm-hmm. has a all rookie first team caliber. He got second team all rookie, but had a first team all rookie caliber type of first season in the NBA that really helped this team. And I mean, hell, he goes for 27 the first night against Chicago. You, you get to see Terry Rogier have a career here before his career year this season. He even improved on it. And they get again within one spot in the standings uh, of what they were with Kimba at the helm. And so I don't know how the lottery shakes out. You know, I don't know if they are able to strike gold, what their record would be with Kimba on the roster rather than Terry, because you're not doing a sign and trade. I can't imagine you're signing Terry to that deal if you have Kimba. And so I don't know. Right. But you are kind (laughs) of finishing somewhat similarly because I don't expect the Hornets to get much further up in the standings. If Kimba's on the roster rather than Terry and some of the moves they made because of that, I, I think the biggest difference here is that it's exactly what you said at the beginning you know, you, you are not hamstrung by the contract that is given to Kimba. 
And therefore, if you even wanted to move off of it, right? Let's say that you do them dirty and you trade them, attaching a first round pick to them. Well, you know, that's hurting your chances of rebuilding again. You know, so trading another first round pick that you could have used to help with your new chapter of, of Charlotte Hornets basketball. And so, yeah, here you have Kimba constantly battling that knee injury. And also, you know, you have to wonder how much the Charlotte Hornets had that as far as uh, them worrying about what Kimba could oh, yeah. do long term. You know, then that certainly yeah. had to be a factor. Yeah, for sure. You get the feeling that they knew or at least, you know, were aware that that could become an issue. Uh, maybe that was a piece of it as well. But it's so funny that like it, it it doesn't change. I mean, I know we just got done saying like we wouldn't be here and things are different now, but <laughs> you look at the records and it's just, it's, it feels like more of the same for Hornets fans, but I promise I, I want to believe this. Like it's not, you know what I mean? <laughs> like they do have some momentum. They're, they're, they're not financially, uh, you know, in, in a bad spot as it stands today. They've got some new talent in there. Like, I swear this is the beginning of something good. Uh, and we just need to see it play out. But uh, yeah, none of that. I, it's funny that you mentioned the Devante. I didn't even think about that. I, I, you seriously doubt you see that explosion and his growth uh, if Kimba remains here. So, and, 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 you know, the knee, like there's, I don't think there's any way Kimba plays that whole year. Right. Even if he's still here, given what we saw. So, so man, it's just, it's a sliding doors type of thing, but from the Hornets perspective, uh, it, you know, they moved on and are now in this direction. Well, and, and just, you know, it, we're certainly in a different spot. You're right. And, and I just kind of figuring out who is going to come at me with the, well, they actually finished the same in the standings, right. So they would have yeah. had the same lottery chances, but you also have to think the Hornets would have op been operating at a completely different mindset because they were rebuilding when they moved on from Kimba, they were playing all of their young guys and their big acquisition was Terry Rozier, which was kind of thinking, okay, we'll give him 18 million a season, which was destroyed by NBA pundits everywhere oh, yeah. when they gave him that contract. But we'll let Terry be our leader. Hell, like we're giving him this contract. We're not expected to win anyway. And Devontae didn't get that time. Jalen McDaniels and the Martin twins don't get all this time as second round picks to try to develop. PJ, you know, I wonder how much you're relying on him or if you still try to go out in free agency, maybe make some trades. Right. Like, you know, you're, you're not you're not in a full on mindset of playing the young guys in order to build for the future. You're mm -hmm. still yeah. in win now mode. You know, you're still in. Let's try to get to the playoffs at all cost mode. If you give that contract to Kimba and they haven't operated at that specific mindset the past two years. Now, it changes next year because you got Lamelo that serves as a catalyst for the rebuild. But it, it's a completely different mindset. And uh, the Hornets. You know, it, it's it's the right direction and, and we'll see where they can go. And it's the right direction because you have a guy that is a rookie of the year, as well as being a member of the all rookie first team unanimously. So, so awesome to see what LaMelo was able to do. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the next segment and uh, maybe some NBA uh, playoffs uh, uh, talk as well. Um, that's sponsored by Michelob Ultra coverage brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it. If you enjoy it and 2.6 carbs, and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. One more segment to go here on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. And I was cutting a rug in that place, not a funk master flex. Shout out so, to him. Again, Walker, how old are you again? Uh, I am 28 years old. <laughs> I didn't know a person under 35 used cutting a rug anymore. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. 
David, we got to talk about shoes with you on the pod. And I know you have some kind of sneaker raffle that you're involved in. And you've had a little bit of success from what I can see on Twitter, right? I'll give you a like because the shoes that you got are sick. And so I usually am in favor of them as well. And so I feel like you've had a little bit of success here on the sneakers app more so than usual. Is that wrong to say? I've been on a bit of a hot streak, a sneakers app and otherwise, yeah, I need to cool down. Some, some folks in this household would say, would say, chill out, chill out for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you know, so far so good. Uh, you take them when you can get them from the sneakers app for sure. But yeah, there's a, there's, there's a, a raffle and it's happening on father's day, I believe. Uh, but this is for the, the union air Jordan four and union is a, is a boutique out in LA. They've done a bunch of collabs with Jordan brand. In the past, they're responsible for maybe the greatest Air Jordan 1 of all time that they put out a few years ago. And then this uh, earlier, uh, last year, uh, they, they did a Air Jordan 4 uh, in a black and uh, in a white pair. And now they're kind of remixing the 4 again with um, some ACG. I don't know if you remember Nike ACG. is like an outdoor line that Nike did. Uh, but they're kind of remixing it with, with that type of feel. Which uh, you know is hit or miss for a lot of people, but they they've done such good work, and uh, I think their fours look really good. That these are kind of cool, and also Walker, I don't know if you can see that picture I sent you, but you could talk yourself into those being a little bit, uh, you know, in the Hornets vibe. I think there's some teal. There's some oh yeah, there, absolutely, so you can pull that yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, you can. I like that design, and you can definitely talk yourself into that being the Hornets vibe. Now on the back shoe, that's more Lakersy, but in the front yeah. shoe that you've got here with this picture, kind of gray body with some of the teal trim, the light blue trim as well. So absolutely, those look pretty good. So the sneaker raffle, hopefully, are you going to enter it, David? Like, are you in the sneaker raffle? Oh yeah, I mean you have to. Uh, you know, you just <laughs> you uh, say that with such reluctance and like you hate yourself for it, but you can't help it. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, you don't think about it, right? You're like, ah, sure, I'll put in for this raffle. So there is one on Sunday for anyone else who wants to get in on it. You just go to the website, you know, you just put your information in there. They draw it. It's fun. You get an email if you win. Uh, lately, raffles have been good. You know, the, the Air Jordan 3, the Ama Minier that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, that was a raffle too. That went well. Um, so the way sneaker selling is going these days, raffling may be the fairest way to do it because everybody gets a shot. You're not eaten up by bots trying to get in there and jump ahead of actual people. So we'll see. It all depends on how much stock they have, uh, how 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 easy it is to access that raffle. And, you know, you talked about losing things on, on the Internet, on the computer, Walker. And sometimes mm -hmm. these sites are not prepared for the barrage of people that hit them. But hopefully... The union website will be ready to go on Sunday and people can at least get their entry in, you know, just just feel like they had a shot. Yeah. Uh, good luck to anybody that enters the <laughs> raffle and good luck to you, David. I hope you have another. I hope you continue the hot streak. Look, I understand that people oh, might want you to calm down. I get yes. that, but I'm still pulling for you. I like to see the wins out there. I am one I for two people. All right. We'll wrap up this edition of Lockdown Hornets. We went over on the first couple of segments. And so we'll wrap up this edition of it. And I'm going look. Zoom was recording. You know, I'm looking at the flashing and red button. Confirm. Okay, thank you. I wanted to witness. I wanted somebody to be able to tell the people that this is recording. Now, the only thing I've pretty much done to myself here is say, if anything happens at this point, it's all my fault. That's basically Definitely. what I just Your did. Fault, yeah. All right. So it's recording. I'm going to save it. 
I'm going to send it to Nada for him to upload as soon as possible. I hope that it can get to you as soon as possible and no flaws in the meantime. Thanks again to Built Bar for supporting the show. Thanks again, as always, to Michelob Ultra. And thanks to you as well. Tell your smart advice to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA, Hollinger and Duncan, really any show on the network. David, thanks again, man. And hopefully uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely, man. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too. Everybody else have a great weekend as well. We'll be back with you on Monday.